The Conquest of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. This episode was produced by Cavi Productions. At least sap smells good. Sap does smell good. It smells like trees, but it's like literally in my nose right now. Okay, so talk. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so welcome to the Conquest of Bliss. I can cut it out, don't worry. Or I might not. Who knows? I like to have fun with it. Why not? Um, Welcome back to the Conquest of Bliss. I am here with Michael Spring. He and I live quite close together. I live above his garage for now, temporarily. And I'm very excited to talk to Mike because... Well, Mike is one of the happiest people that I know, and I just think he's fantastic. Um, <laughs> and so, Mike, how are you today? I'm good, good. That's just, uh, you know, day off work, hanging out with the family, can't complain. Yeah, yeah, you recently went back to work. Did, I did. I had uh, six weeks off. That was... It was six weeks? It was. It Holy. was. It was four weeks straight, and the last two weeks I worked eight hours the one week, and... 16 the second week and uh i haven't had that much time off work since i was 16 years old when i first got a job i've always been (laughs) been working so back in the kfc days yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it was interesting to realize how much time i miss like now i'm back to work for this week i've gotten home from work i've came home put the girls to bed or Come home, had dinner, read, read books, put the girls to bed. But you really don't see them much during the week. And it's now the weekend, spend a couple of days with them, spend a little bit of time around the house, but it's back to work full time again. And, you know, I realize how nice it was to just be home. I got to watch Hazel go from saying one word to stringing sentences together. I know, right? And it was crazy. It's so cool. It was. It was <laughs> that. It was just so ha- made me so happy just to be home and spend the time with them. That that makes sense. I mean, and well, and I mean, I've even seen like it's it's palpable how much joy you are able to derive from just being around the fam, um, and and it's really cool. So before we get into that, because I think that's a great topic, and we did not prepare a topic, so I think we could talk more about that because mm-hmm. you're a family man. Um, but before that. Can you kind of give me your idea, like when you think of like what it means to be happy, not necessarily the elements involved, but what it means to be happy, what what does happiness mean to you? If someone says, I'm very happy, what do, what do you picture? I picture someone who's just generally smile, smiling and enjoying their life. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know when before, because I fucked up the audio and we had to restart, uh, we talked a little bit about contentedness too. And... I agree. I think so much of happiness is not in the pursuit of happiness directly, but in deriving and finding happiness in what already exists around us. Yes, you can, You can. for example, Violet wanted to play the same game this morning that she always wants to play. And you can look at it and say, playing the same game over and over again, or, hey, my kids want to spend time with me. This is a short time where they actually want my attention, so I'm going to be happy and Give it to them. That, you know, it's a choice to... You can look at it one way or another. It's all about perspective. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm going to get a little ethereal here for a second. I don't know if ethereal is the right word, but... Um, I like to think of, like, we have... <laughs> this is going to sound a little silly, but... And I've never had this conversation with you, so this will be great. Um, perspective is so huge. 
because like I, I like to think of we're all just kind of like these like solid solidary universes that bump into each other but we also have this like mass so we have okay I do this all the time um we at once have no control over our lives right we have no control over any of the external factors and and really external factors make up 99% of our lives mm -hmm. but we have the ultimate control over how we perceive and interpret and, and and I mean it takes time it's not like you can just flip a switch and suddenly you have a perspective that is helpful and, and healthy but we have ultimate control over how we interact with those things so for example when i was in a bind and you and kylie were like hey we can help you out you can you can come stay here for a little while you know i could have taken that as insulting or, or hurtful but instead you know thankfully i mean it's been a huge blessing yeah thankfully I was able to see that for what it was, which was people that love me and that I love wanting to support me and make sure that I'm okay, you know? No, it had a space and it wasn't getting used that much, so it's, it worked out great for everyone. Yeah, and so, um, oh, look at he's not You can go away you. and have someone watch the pets. And <laughs> um, yeah, so, so my point, though, is that we, uh, we have opportunities to look at any different thing. So that was an external factor, right? You you guys saying, hey, we can help. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I was able to see it from a perspective of love and trust. And, and I mean, that has a lot to do with it too, benefit of the doubt and trust and stuff like that. But, and it worked out really, really well. So while I didn't have control over the factors that even led you to you guys having, you know, not having, but seeing a reason to offer that, mm -hmm. um, you know, taking a perspective of, of this is a good thing, Really, I mean, you've seen even even since I've been staying here, I'm sure you've seen the transformation in my life, the amount of joy that has come from that perspective. So, anyways, I'm sorry I derailed the conversation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> perspective, it's just it's just such a huge, huge thing. So, I have never really known you. I mean, I've seen you grumpy. I mean, we've been friends for a billion years. Well, of course, everyone gets upset. Yeah, so I, I was gonna say I've seen you grumpy, but I've never known you to not take a perspective of. It's really, it's okay. It's not too big of a deal. Well, it's, I don't know when or why, but I just realized that why stress about things that you can't control? Take this pandemic that's been going on. You could look at it as, <clears throat> I'm stuck in the house. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Really, I didn't go anywhere and do anything. Anyways, <laughs> my life didn't change too much, but I couldn't work you could start stressing about whatever bills are coming this and that luckily we were in a country where we're getting a fair bit of financial help but <clears throat> I was able to look at it as I get to spend time with my wife who's pregnant yeah my daughter who's four and my other daughter who's almost two and anyone and who's listening by the way there's the pregnancy announcement you've been waiting for <laughs> uh <laughs> you know it's uh it works great. It was it was such a blessing to be able to stay home, as I was saying earlier, and just watch Hazel transform because she's at that developmental age where she's just growing mentally so quick and physically. And just Violet was right at the age where she was begging me every day before I left for work, please don't go to work, please don't go to work. And then a month later, all of a sudden, I'm just home for six weeks. And now... She's excited to go back to daycare. Yeah. And she is not excited that I'm going to work, but she's not begging me to not to leave every day. Yeah. 
I mean, it's only been a week. I'm sure. And then give it another few weeks and she'll be begging me not to go again. But that's just life. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think that that's, it's beautiful to flow through things like that instead of trying to control it. And I mean, of course, you and Kylie, who is, for anyone that doesn't know this, which I imagine, I don't know how, I don't know if people know this or not, actually. Oh, um, not but, everyone knows this that's listening. There might be some people <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, exactly. There, and... There's a, there was a download in Thailand. I'm pretty sure they don't know. Kylie is my best friend, so that's Mike's wife. Um, so that's what I was going to say. But you and Kylie have had an incredible journey. Um, like in flowing through things. I mean, I know your first house, for example, was because you needed a place to live, you well, know, more so than it was a direct investment. Yeah, it was, well, we needed a place, we had a place to live. <clears throat> Kylie's parents were moving to Vancouver Island. Yeah. And at the time we were staying in their, their basement trying to save up for a place of our own. And we had two dogs. Yeah. We couldn't just rent. No one wanted to rent to anyone that had two 80-pound dogs. dogs. yeah. <laughs> and that were, you know, two 20-year-olds. You, you think you're just going to come in and wreck a house. Yeah. So we bought the cheapest house we could find on the market. And and it was adorable. It was such uh, a cute little blue house. It had problems. Ad- if adorable is the word you want to use, yeah, sure, let's go with that. <laughs> and then and then you know that um, that turned into more blessings and and more. I mean, <laughs> not to say that you haven't had your struggles, of course. No, right? but it, uh, it it did. It we decided to start a renovation with the stairs. We wanted to, you know. <laughs> Your brother yeah, I lived know. there for quite a while. <laughs> oh, and oh then, I thought you were going to talk uh, about Brian and the stairs. Oh, no, he moved out, and then me and Brian started the stairs, and, and then we ended up finishing the wheel. It just turned into a giant full renovation. It went from just the stairs that we were doing to my neighbor selling their house for way more than it was up for the year before. And I looked at Kylie and said, do you want to move to Vancouver Island 20 years earlier than we ever planned? <laughs> and uh, the rest is history. And what a miracle that has been. It sure has. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been such an adventure. It has. It uh, has. And, and I mean, and I know that you've missed your friends and stuff. Um, I mean, you know, thankfully, some, we're slowly migrating over here, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know you missed your friends and stuff, but, you know, you guys were able to. And then the RV situation. Like, you guys have been through some really trying times, and you've done it, at least from the outside, with such grace. Well, you know what? I could look at it as we bought a RV that was, or a fifth wheel that was rotting, and <laughs> that is what happened. But, you know, we lived in it for, for four months. Was it six months? Whatever it was, we lived it in was... it over over a very very cold winter, <laughs> with a baby. With a baby, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we it was wrong, and we 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 lost ten grand or something. Ten, yeah, something like that, twelve grand or something. With that, we paid a couple grand in taxes on it too. Whole. Well, and what was <clears throat> what was especially challenging too? So I mean, I have also lived in an RV for anyone that I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on the podcast, but. Uh, what was especially challenging is that you guys didn't have it hooked up. So you had to go inside Kylie's parents' house to use the washroom and to do, you know, basic. Yes. And I mean, it, it, it sucked in that way. But at the same time, we only really used it to af- after dinner. We, you know, Kylie would spend all day inside the house for the most part or in the RV with the dogs. Yeah. But, but for the most part, we would go to the bathroom, eat and cook and, and, and just stay with Kylie's parents while we were trying to originally we want to build on their property so, yeah, so everyone yeah. knows and that didn't work and we ended up buying the house we're living in now which is such a cool house by which the way. it is and <laughs> you could look at yeah like as i was saying earlier you could look at it as yeah we lost a bunch of money on the fifth on the 
fifth wheel, but we also made a whole bunch of money on that house that we sold in the beginning, and we got a very good deal in this house. So yeah. in the long run, I there's no... It's a wash at worst. It is. It, again, it's perspective. Mm-hmm. You could look at it as, as, oh, it's 12 grand I could have, or you could look at it as, I just moved from the mainland and had a little tiny backyard that's now the size of the kids' play area, and I have half an acre here. Yeah, well, and, I mean, honestly, this is my opinion, and I'm maybe a little biased, but the culture here overall so there's wonderful people on the mainland and in any city so i have no problem with cities per se well okay everyone knows i have problems with cities but i i I realize that that's a me problem but the culture here is so much warmer and welcome welcomer and uh, more conducive to ease in raising a family it is and and i don't know if it's because we're outside even even as the island as small as it is we're on the end of a dead end road that's got just you know little tiny little tiny population we know all of our neighbors there's a giant woodlot at the end of the road and everyone kind of it does it has that warm friendly feel and I never realized I I thought I was super happy living in the city and I was but I'm so much happier out here just having room to explore and just be me and and projects to work on and I don't know, that old house, it was just, yeah, there was lots of room inside, but there was nowhere, no backyard, really, nowhere to, nothing to do outside. I can, me and the kids, we spend all day outside. If it wasn't raining, they'd be out there right now playing on the playground. Well, or, and last and night, I, even, she was outside in the rain. Yeah, we went out there for a while. She threw her muddy buddy on, and I just sat there under the under the tree <laughs> canopy, and uh, that was great. Yeah, it's... Uh it's it's really like I said it's something it's something special to be able to see that and I mean the transformation it's so funny like you're such an adaptable human that's one of the things that I've always kind of admired about you is like uh, kind of not really though only only kind of admired it Mike um, but uh, is you know when you were on the mainland you were very like skater clothes matchy matchy very you know um, very city boy for lack of a better way to put it and now you wear your it's flannels what you and you listen to country and it, you, you're just so happy and I love it uh, kind of also reverting to back s- to listening to my old rap for the most part lately but well yeah still, I mean I can hear you it's either country <laughs> or rap one or the other um, well or or like you know just randomly like some some rage throw some rage oh, yeah. in there oh, or yeah. some you know system um, <laughs> so it happens when you can hear my speaker through the garage wall <laughs> yeah but I like it I like it I'm like oh we're listening to tunes um, and then uh so, and I mean, you know, if I've got a podcast, I usually let them know. So it's, yeah. uh, it's all good. Um, or, or I just podcast at like really weird hours. Like I have a podcast, um, but I'm not, it's not my podcast though. Tomorrow morning at 9am because the guy lives in India and it's a 12 hour difference. Cool. Isn't that cool? I think that's so interesting. Um, anyway, sorry. Well, you know me, you know me. Um, <laughs> uh, so what, what would you say like, is, is there anything because like I said, it's been, for me, from the outside looking in, and I mean, I've known you for quite quite a spell, and I mean, we've been close for quite a spell. From the outside looking in, you've like almost got a superpower, you know, where you didn't have to develop the skill of deriving happiness. So, but but I've only, I've only known you since you were about 15. So, what, were you always like that? Was there something that happened that, because like... It's really hard to say. I, no, no, I wasn't always like that. I mean, I was bullied as a child in elementary school and that wasn't fun and I wasn't really happy around all those times. I mean, I was, I've always been a happy home life. I yeah. was always good and happy high school life for the most part. 
Um, does the daily cannabis use help? <laughs> I would imagine. Um, that's, that's, that's a good point. But I mean, I know lots of people that use cannabis every day. I mean, we're in Canada. Yeah. Um, and definitely not seeing the same results for everyone. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. I'm just saying, I, I don't, never really not. I know the days very rarely, but, but, but no, that's not even true though. I can't say the days I don't have it, I've been grumpy. Cause it's not like, just doesn't happen very often. But we, Kylie and I went to Mexico for two weeks and mm-hmm. there was, it's not like I was all upset and cranky. Like, nothing. There was no, didn't even bother me. Well, and I mean, it's interesting, too, because, like, I mean, and I love your fam. You know that. We yeah. did, you know, Thanksgiving last year and all sorts of stuff. Oh, what a cool life. Anyways, um, I tried stuffing that was different than any stuffing I'd ever had. It was fantastic. It was like a sausage block, and it was delicious. <laughs> um, but, you know, I know your family pretty well, too. And so, like, I've always wondered, because as much as I love your family, that's not really the default for everyone in your family. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I... I, I I don't know if it's just daily podcast listening and dif- listening to different perspectives and and again at a very young age I realized just stress is gonna kill you. Yes. Stress is one of the number one things that is is overall bad for you and I don't know how or when or why I just decided not to stress about things I couldn't control and. I've always been a you know wake up on the. Right, right side, side of the, the bed, bed, glass half full kind of guy. I'm definitely a morning person. By the end of the day, I'm... Grumpier? You, 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 no, I wouldn't say grumpier, but I'm usually burnt out and tired is what it is. And I just want to, you know... Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, the times I've seen you actually grumpy. And the only thing, like, the, the one instance that comes to mind is waking up camping and hungover. Yeah. And, and that's really the only time that I can think of. And I mean, but to be fair, and I love my family, too... But B can be a lot yeah. in the morning. <laughs> and I'd say the only times we were, I was really, the only time I can never remember, even, I'm sure there's been a couple where I'm really hungover. I'm just grumpy because. But yeah, maybe you weren't hungover, I just assumed because we were camping. No, I would say the, if I'm really, really hungover, which has happened when we're camping, let's be real here, those are probably times when I'll get grumpy. And whether that's a trait I got from my father, my father world can know had alcohol problems and when he would drink too much the next day he would be very very grumpy and it doesn't happen very often when I drink but I would say when I'm super even when I'm super hungover I'm not usually grumpy because it I really really try not to get drunk when to to the point where I'm going to be hungover when I'm with the kids or when they're around it's camping with the boys once a year it's a different story but I don't (laughs) like the kids seeing me hungover yeah they have and I've never been grumpy around them for the most part. They're 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 yelling, and I'm kind of telling them, trying to make them be quiet a little bit. But I'm still it's 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 I want to be happy in front of the kids. I mean, I can think of days where things have just gone super sideways at work, and there's things that shouldn't be happening are happening. You, you get frustrated, and then you can have bad days and. I can feed off other people's energy very easily. Mm-hmm. So if someone around me is in a foul mood, it can rub off on me and I can start giving that energy back. 
So how do you how do you protect against that? Because I mean, we both know that we're walking around at least 50% of the people you interact with are in a foul mood, right? And you're definitely, like I said, not normally like that. So do you have any tips and tricks you can share with me? Little secrets? I take five minutes and go outside and go to the garage and hit the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... <laughs> um, I just, just, I don't know, taking five and going outside and just... Breathing. With, with the kids, when when they're getting too much, it's just stopping and breathing. Mm-hmm. With the wife, it can be different. Well, you guys are so good at talking things. We are. You we just... usually just communicate it out, and it's the yeah. How long have you guys been married now? Five years, more. I think twenty fifteen. Five. Twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. So August. Yeah. It'll be August. Five. It'll be five years. Okay. Yeah. Mike and Kylie have been together for like a billion. Been together years. for twelve years. Yeah. A billion, years. twelve, same thing. Um, yeah. I think Kylie was fourteen. Yeah, I was sixteen, and I'm thirty-one. That's so that thirteen years. Fifteen. Years. If you were sixteen, that's fifteen years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fifteen years. <laughs> Sorry, Kylie, that neither of us know when. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Mike and Kylie have been t- together for a long time and it's been really kind of a miracle to watch your family grow. Like I've told you this before, but <clears throat> I remember the first time again, camping. I mean, we, we don't camp that often. I feel like we've talked about camping a lot considering how uh, frequently we actually do it. Well, that's what happens when you've known each other as long <laughs> as we have. I've known you longer than I've known Kylie. Yes. Yes. Mike and Mike, Mike and I are, are longer friends. Um, but well, so we've been going camping together, even if it was only once or twice a summer. There's, or, yeah. you know, there's at least, there's at least 10 trips. Oh, at least. Trips, you know, I mean, the winter the, camping, it, it, oh my God, for Bill's birthday. That was terrible. <sighs> that was, that was the camping trip when we were talking about the grumpy. And I, was gonna, <laughs> I was thinking about when I said there was one probably camping trip I can remember being grumpy on and I never got to it. Yeah, that would be the one. When, it was uh, snowing. <laughs> we woke up soaking wet. The dog had gotten into some rotten fish at some point and rolled all in it. And then came with us into the tent, and we were a little inebriated, and we got him to cuddle up with us in the tent because we were cold, and we woke up, and... Everything smelled like it was fish, horrible. and you were soaking wet. Oh, sorry, um, I shouldn't have been laughing that whole time, but it just makes me laugh so much. Um, but I was there too, so I also was suffering. I was also a huge grump that morning. Um, but what I was going to say is the first time uh, that I just knew that you guys were going to be a family and that like because my this was before you had violet or were even pregnant with violet you and i were camping for some reason kylie wasn't there it was the handstands and the fire day which i hated i hated it so much mike oh that's because some of the people we go camping with are rowdy uh, af (laughs) yeah Yeah, Um, that's a good way to put it (laughs) but uh but mike so everyone everyone starts taking shots and, and drinking drinks and mike is off away from everyone as everyone is so like we all just got there and he's putting his tent up and like taking care of his space so that he has a space ready for you know after like you know we've had some drinks or whatever and everyone else is procrastinating and mike immediately goes and does it and i just remember looking over and so there's this big crowd of us everybody's talking and i look over at mike and my brain was just like he's gonna be such a good dad And it was just this moment, you know, those moments where it's just burned in your memory forever. (laughs) And it just makes me, it made me so happy. And so when Kylie first told me that she was pregnant with Violet, like that moment, 
And then, you know, when I found out Violet was born, that moment came into my head again. And as I've watched your family grow, again, that moment. So it's... Violet it's, loves camping. Yeah. So how many times have you guys gotten to go? Well, we've camped in the backyard a couple times, and then we've gone just to my grandpa's property at the lake a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and stayed there. We haven't actually gone to... Like a campground? No, but I mean, my grandpa's, like, we're sleeping in a tent there, and we have a bathroom and a cookhouse and... And whatnot. Sweet so it's, it's it's glamping, I guess you'd call it, because you have all the all the amenities there, but you're still outside in the tent, so it's Yeah, it's it's a it's a dope little property. I love oh, that yeah, it's it, like great. I I remember for years and years and years you guys would talk about the property and I envisioned something totally different. So it was cool for your birthday there that year, the your thirtieth. Mm -hmm. Because I remember I made you those cards that said two springs, 30 summers. And I thought it was so clever, dude. I was so fucking proud of those cards. Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, by the way, Mike has a twin uh, sister, if you're wondering why I said two springs. Yes. Um, He has a twin sister called Miranda. She is also fantastic. She, they used to, you guys used to look so much more alike. But as you've gone into adulthood, you, you don't really anymore. It well, might I might partially beard, be the facial so. hair. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, but the Not same, a beard, but yeah, facial the, hair, yeah. The same eyebrows, though. You guys have the exact same eyebrows. It always boggles me. I'm sure that you've never thought about that before this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Uh, I, I have actually been told to have nice eyebrows quite a few times in my life. I've been asked <laughs> if I pluck my eyebrows, and I've always said no. I don't know why I keep asking. Why is Why is there another person asking me this? <laughs> Maybe I should just so that I can say yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so the other question that I had what would you say? So you've got two girls now, you've yes. got another child on the way, we don't know the gender. Um, what what for you has been the biggest difference like like entering into fatherhood and then and then having the second child, like what are some of the things? that you didn't expect to change in your, in your perception, in your mindset, things like that. Probably the, 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 I know I couldn't imagine before how much love I could actually have for a human being and these little, two little creatures. I, you know, we used to always pretend like oh we don't need the kids we got our dogs well we dog people and everyone knew that was never gonna be true but we had you know every when all of our friends not all of our friends when some of our friends were getting pregnant at a younger ages we got dogs Mm -hmm. and we were perfectly content with with the dogs and and we always treated them like our children and but i guess it's the, the the capacity of love that you can actually have you don't realize and his heart grew two sizes that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's true, though, because they, they just... You'll, you'll do anything... Oscar, please. ...for the happiness of these two children and the welfare, and we just want them to be... One second. Okay, sorry about that, you guys. Uh, Oscar was playing with paper bags that I did not pick up off the floor before I started podcasting. So I interrupted Mike halfway through what he was saying, but he was telling me about the capacity for love in his heart with Violet and Hazel and New Baby Spring. Yeah, you just... You'll do pretty much anything to make sure they're just happy and healthy. and I mean, all that really matters is their health in the end and then their happiness. Their happiness and their health. Material items, they're just, 
material items that you just, I don't know. At some point I've come to realize that I don't need, I don't need things. I just need the people around me. Really. <laughs> You're making me so happy right now, Spring. Um, and well, and another cool thing about you and Kylan, about the fact that I've been able to be around for this, is you guys have, I wouldn't say unique in the sense that nobody parents like this, but especially for, you know, our age group, like, you know, young parents, because you guys were 26, 24 and 26, I think, when Violet was born. Yeah, um, Kylie, yeah. So the way that you guys parent is really mm. incredible to me because- 27 you guys, and 25. Okay. Okay, um, but either yeah, way, not either way. not yeah. you know into your forties and stuff like no. that, and and um, and I mean of course Kylie spends a lot of time reading and looking into parenting stuff. She's she's looking into, she's become, she's a doula, um, so the, uh, the it's it's very cool to watch you guys approach it with um, it's almost like like I wouldn't say like peers, but you guys really don't. It's not an authoritarian parenting style for the most part. It's a learn with me parenting style, which I really appreciate. Well, we're, that's just it. We're learning too. We can make it, I don't want to tell her just, just because I said so. I want her, I want to give her a reason. I want to explain things to her so she knows, because I, I I'm just hearing what Raymond said now and almost <laughs> repeating it. <laughs> but it's true. You don't want, you don't, I, I hated when, when, when someone said, because I said so, you know, it is, mm. it's, it's one of those things and you just, you, you want to treat them with, you want respect from them. Why would, why, how, how are you going to demand respect from them when you don't give it to them first? Absolutely. And I mean, especially because you're the adult in the situation, you're the one who actually understands the dynamics at play you know they're experiencing the dynamics but they can't step back and, and really look at it the same way and like one of the things that's really been beautiful to me is I have watched both you and Kylie actively choose to be vulnerable around the kids actively choose to be imperfect and explain that you're imperfect and that's just that's beautiful yeah it's 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 I mean <laughs> I know you get so awkward when people say nice things about you <laughs> Well, we do. We're not. We're no one's perfect. I don't want them to think we're perfect and that we have all the answers because the truth is we don't. You know. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be a good thing or a bad thing in the end. We're just just experimenting, and and I think it's going pretty well. It's just we want to treat them the way we would want to be treated. You know. I, I I know when we're frustrated and we're having a meltdown or whatever it may be. It doesn't feel good on our end. It can't feel good on her end. Why is, what has pushed her to the limit that she might be doing whatever it may be? There is always a reason. So it's, it's trying to help find, her find out, the words. And... Help her find the words. Help her find the feelings and, and find the root of the problem together. Yeah, you guys have a feelings chart on the fridge. I remember I sent it to Kylie one day in Messenger, and then she sent me a picture of your fridge. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Kylie uses the feelings chart with Violet. I don't, but it definitely works. Uh, it's it's. I definitely notice when when Kylie helps her with that kind of thing. It 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 definitely helps. Well, and Kylie, I think it was Kylie said to me one time. I hope Kylie doesn't mind that. <laughs> um, but uh, she was talking about the the concept of 
unconditional love and and remembering that you don't need them to love you as much as you love them like that's not it's not like a trade you know it's a i will give you all of my love and hope beyond hope that you return that love mm -hmm. you know and and i just it just makes me so happy it like well, you know, I mean, this is not the first time we've talked about this. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> is there any other thoughts you have on happiness? Nothing in particular. I just. Do you have any advice or shout outs or anything that you want to add? I think it's. It, 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 I'd probably just be repeating myself That's but fine. again it's all just about about pers perspective you can look at any situation in life and there's multiple ways to look at everything and you have to choose how you want to look at it and how you want to react sometimes you have gut reactions and they happen without even really thinking and you know you're never going to change that but if you can at least realize after the fact that you know or and 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 try and correct them in the and, future and, grow and, from it. and and slowly grow nothing happens nothing happens overnight everything it's you know we're we're all growing we're all learning and everything is a process well and it and it's so true and it's amazing because you look back after a chunk of time 5 years 10 years even a year and it's like who the hell was that? Yeah. You know, like you almost like can't even get into the, the mindset anymore. Um, so before before we close out, I'm going to try a new game. We'll see how it goes. Sounds good. Um, so I did this. Uh, the podcasts are going to come out out of order. You guys are just going to have to deal with it. I'm, I'm, I'm not even really sorry. I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing. Um, so, so Sorry, not sorry. So I tried with Tyler Hoagland, which will come out eventually um to do the game that i talked about in bliss casting it did not work well so we're trying a different game um so what i'm gonna do is you've seen it on facebook people badly describe their jobs and then someone has to guess what it is so i'm gonna read you there's this list of like the top 10 or whatever badly described jobs and then the people have to, so you have to guess what these jobs are okay, okay. this game might suck <laughs> um i take big words someone tells me and explain them in another language to another person uh, interpreter? Translator, but yeah. Um, do you know the difference between a translator and an interpreter? Uh, interpreter is someone who... Well, a translator is someone who just translates from English to French. Or, or no, a, translator, a language... Uh, yeah, I think a translator is written, and an interpreter is Verbal. spoken. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tell people all day long to turn things off and then turn it back on. Sorry, what was that? I, turn, I tell people all day long to turn things off and then turn it back on. Turn things off and turn it back on. Give me a million things. It's IT. It's tech support. Oh. <laughs> um, I hear a lot of swearing, screaming, and crying, and I've seen more vagina than a porn star. Uh, a gynecologist or birth doctor. Your maternity any, any, doctor. Any sort of anyone who works with birthing women. <laughs> um, I talk to myself in front of large numbers of young people busy on their smartphones. Talking to yourself. Teacher? Professor? Yeah, it's a professor. <laughs> I confirm or deny what Dr. Google has already told you. Oh. Conspiracy theorist? It's a doctor. Oh. I should have read just Google. I skipped... Um, uh, <laughs> this says, 
roll around the sheets all day and it shows a picture of a spreadsheet. <laughs> it's an accountant. You didn't even try and guess that one. Oh, I, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Smoke another one. Um, I ask intrusive questions when you're feeling your worst. Therapist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knock people out. Bouncer. It's an anesthesiologist. <laughs> okay, I think that's probably enough. Um, thank you so much for your time, Spring. This has oh, been a lot welcome. of fun. And uh, yeah, you wanna you wanna say hi to anyone? Hi, Violet. Hi, <laughs> Hazel. And hi, sweetheart. And and new baby Spring. Hi to you too. Yes, hello, little baby. <laughs> All right, well... Future baby spring. Not going to say the names on here yet. You have names? Oh, we have oh. thoughts of names. Oh. Um, so now I have more things to talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love you, Spring. Love your whole fam. And I love everybody that is listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful evening, day, whatever time of day it is. I hope that it's wonderful. Bye. Bye. Bye.